This PBS NewsHour podcast is supported in part by Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. Their scientists played a substantial role in developing more than half the cancer drugs approved by the FDA in the last five years. Dana-Farber Cancer Institute is changing lives everywhere. Find out more at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. Welcome to the News Hour. The U.S. Supreme Court today dealt a major blow to affirmative action in higher education, striking down race conscious admissions programs at Harvard University and the University of North Carolina. In rulings divided along ideological lines, the court's six justice conservative majority said the schools discriminated against white and Asian American applicants by using race conscious policies that benefited students from underrepresented backgrounds. Chief Justice John Roberts, who has long been skeptical of such policies, authored the majority opinion. He wrote, many universities have concluded wrongly that the touchstone of an individual's identity is not challenges bested, skills built, or lessons learned, but the color of their skin. Our constitutional history does not tolerate that choice. This afternoon at the White House, President Joe Biden criticized the rulings and said the country cannot abandon its pursuit of a more equal system of higher education. I know today's court decision is a severe disappointment to so many people, including me, but we cannot let the decision be a permanent setback for the country. We need to keep an open door of opportunities. We start our coverage tonight with NewsHour Supreme Court analyst, Marsha Coyle. Marsha, it's great to have you here. Nice to be here, Jeff. And we should say this ruling was not unexpected, but the court twice upheld race-conscious college admissions programs in the past 20 years to include as recently as 2016. Help us understand how this ruling today upends decades of its own precedents. Well, there has really been a fundamental divide on the court uh, for almost 40 years on the constitutionality of race preferences. Uh, the conservatives believe that they are unconstitutional. The liberal justices feel that race preferences that are benign, that do give benefits, are good. And the court has said that's one of the very, very few reasons that the Constitution will allow race preferences. So that's why today uh, it did upend, in a sense, uh, what it had been doing uh, for many decades. I want to read a bit more from Chief Justice Roberts' opinion. In the majority opinion, he notes, nothing in this opinion should be construed as prohibiting universities from considering an applicant's discussion of how race affected his or her life, be it through discrimination, inspiration, or otherwise. So some people have taken that to mean that an applicant can write an essay about how race affected his or her life. But in the court's opinion, how does the use of affirmative action in college admission practices run afoul of the Constitution? Well, they cannot use it as uh, a factor uh, in admissions. It can't be a dominant factor or the determinative factor. It cannot be a plus factor. Uh, it cannot be used in a negative way. Uh, but the court did sort of leave the door open, and I think everyone's going to have to wait and see how this plays out, to admissions applications or essays in which uh, an applicant talks about or discusses how race uh, really uh, affected uh, that person's life, uh, whether inspirational or not. Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson recused herself from the Harvard case because she had served for years on one of Harvard's governing body bodies, but she participated in the North Carolina case, and yes. she wrote a scathing dissent, part of which reads this way. 
With let them eat cake obliviousness, today the majority pulls the ripcord and announces colorblindness for all by legal fiat. But deeming race irrelevant in law does not make it so in life. Tell us more about what she wrote alongside uh, what we heard from Justice Sonia Sotomayor, who also dissented. Well, both of them believe that there's nothing in the text of the 14th Amendment that prohibits racial preferences or race-conscious uh, measures. Uh, and they both oppose this idea of a colorblind constitution. This is something Justice Thomas has been advocating for decades. In fact, today was sort of his crowning achievement that it's finally been recognized by the majority. Justice Jackson used her dissent to very specifically address how the University of North Carolina's admissions policy worked and how it has its policy has really inured to the benefit of everybody, not just those students uh, who were getting the, the racial preference. And she also felt, as Justice Sotomayor did, that the court was ignoring the facts of life on the ground hmm. in order to impose this colorblind rule. Marsha Coyle, thank you so much for your analysis. We appreciate it. My pleasure, Jeff.